Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Seems like some of the headlines about Maui have faded. One of the headlines today is that one of the people they identified was actually a tourist from California. And top emergency officials were on another island learning how to respond to disasters when the Maui wildfires started. How odd is that? The heads of the Maui and Hawaii Emergency Management Agencies were at an annual conference on Oahu on August 8th, the day the fires started and leveled Lahaina. And as you know, it's a blame game, blame game now. You know, everybody's like, well, that person needs to go. That person needs to be fired. They didn't do their job. And in the midst of all that, there's good happening. There are good people on the ground who are thrown into a situation that they never probably thought they would face. And one of them is somebody that I think grew up around here. Alex, did you grow up in the Chicagoland area? Yeah, I'm from Zion originally. And um, where'd you go to school? I went to Kendall College in, in Chicago. Oh, and is that where you uh, took culinary? When, yeah, back when it yeah, uh, back when it was on the Goose Island campus. Oh yeah, yeah. And so you used those culinary skills, and then you went where? Uh, I moved to Seattle for about four years, uh, and made some great contacts out there. And a good friend of mine from Seattle happened to be from Maui, and moved back to Maui during the pandemic, and invited me to take a chef position out here. Little did you know. That now you'd be in the middle of a disaster zone, literally, and you're feeding people. How many people have you fed since the fires on August 8th? Right. So August 8th was a Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, we still had, I mean, those of us who live on the north side of West Maui had no idea that it even happened. As all communication had been taken away, there was no cell phone and no internet service, so we didn't even know. Um, except for firsthand accounts on Wednesday. So Thursday the 10th, I believe, was uh, the day we started going into action. We had about 900 people the first day just using what we had from our restaurant stores. Um, because the power was out, it was all going to go bad. We didn't want to waste it. We just started feeding people. 900 people, locals, and uh, whoever was in the neighborhood came through. Since then, uh, you know, a little over two weeks later, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we're somewhere in the range of fifteen to 20,000 meals oh my gosh. in two weeks. Oh, my gosh. And I know you're in the kitchen, but you've certainly encountered a lot of those people who are grateful for the food that you're providing. How are they coping? Um, it's, it's a day-to-day thing. Uh, for the first week, you know, it was it was triage. And then since then, you know, we've had more assistance from FEMA, and the Red Cross coming through and trying to get organized, and it's been an absolute mess. But, um, you know, the the community has really come together in a good way. The spirit of aloha that, that exists here um, is all about community. So despite everything, the immense loss of life and property, um, people are in generally good spirits. And now I understand they're asking for people to submit DNA samples to try and make a match when they do discover another body i guess there's still what a thousand people missing yeah or more the um the the fire just raged so hot that i mean homes and cars and unfortunately people were disintegrated yeah 
Yeah. So in some in some areas where the fire was the hottest, there's no bones to find. Mm. So there is a chance that these unaccounted for people will will never be discovered. That's highly likely. Oh my gosh! This is Alex Gleason. He's a a sous chef. You're in Kapalua. What resort or what restaurant do you work in? It's a yeah. It's a standalone restaurant. It's called uh, Merriman's Kapalua. Uh, we're one of a few Merriman's across the different islands. There's one on Oahu, Kauai, and the Big Island of Hawaii. Um, restaurant owned and operated by Peter Merriman, who's essentially the godfather of of uh, promoting local Hawaiian cuisine using local ingredients. So all of our fish comes from Hawaiian waters. All of our uh, produce comes from Hawaiian land. And that, that first day where you served 900 meals, people must have been, oh my God, this is awesome food! Because you were emptying your oh, freezers yeah. and, and serving yeah, what you normally was- would serve your guests. Yeah, you know, we're going from $90 steaks and $60 portions of mahi-mahi to uh, let's feed as many people as we can. So we got shrimp, scallops, you know, Kona Kampachi right from our waters and all sorts of, like, beautiful, beautiful product. Um, Since then, it's kind of transitioned into whatever we can get. Uh, Donations from other restaurants, donations from uh, local purveyors you know, who can't sell their goods with none of the restaurants open or even existing anymore. So we've been very fortunate that we've gotten a lot of donations. And what are you hearing? Have you visited the area of Lahaina or you're just too busy feeding people? Um, For a while, the roads were closed, so we couldn't even go down there. Uh, Those of us who live on the north side of Lahaina were trapped. Uh, No one was allowed in or out. Um, but last week they opened the roads so that we could get through to the other side of the island to, you know, replenish supplies and things like that. There's there's no big stores here, so, you know, if you want to go to Target or Walmart or whatever, you have to go to the other side of the island. Um, and so I have been through the town, uh, at least around the outside. They have the whole town blocked off, uh, chain link fences, the Army National Guard um, and Corps of Engineers are working hard down there and keeping people out, keeping people safe so that they can do their work. Are people still trying to, uh, are, are tourists still arriving on the island of Maui? Are they allowing that? Um, they are allowing it, and they should be coming. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, the the west side of the island needs to kind of relax a little bit and uh, and not see a huge influx of tourism, um, at least for now. We'll need it. We'll need it very soon once everything starts to reopen. But, um, I mean, the rest of the island is still beautiful, and and this one-town disaster has affected the island as a whole uh, because of tourism. So restaurants on the other side of the island, hotels on the other side of the island are seeing massive losses, even though they didn't lose power or their businesses or anything. They're just, you know, there's not enough people to support um island businesses right i do encourage i do encourage people to come be extremely respectful of you know the the great loss of lahaina town um but north north of lahaina um many of the hotels are receiving people who've lost their homes uh sheltering them and feeding them which is fantastic uh and i think a slow you know 
slow influx of, mm-hmm. of new tourism would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, it's what that island relies on. It's where all your money comes from. Uh, I know when my producer reached out to you, this is Alex Gleason, by the way, born and raised in Zion, went to Kendall College here, uh, you know, to put together his culinary skills, went to Seattle from Seattle, went to Maui, and now finds himself in the situation of feeding over 15,000 people who are in need. And I, I first saw a blurb from your mom and dad, Tim and Patty, on my text line. And I was like, oh, well, let's talk to your son. And I know when my producer reached out to you, you go, how did you get my number? Yeah. <laughs> I, I could feel the eye roll, like, what? what, what what's going on here? And your mom and dad yeah. are listening, and they just sent in another text and said that they love you very much. Of course. I love them, too. (laughs) And they should be proud of you. Thank you for making all of Chicagoland proud for being there in uh, such a tough situation and and doing the good that needs to be done. Thanks, Alex. My pleasure. Alex Gleason. Steve's News is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.